Hello and welcome to You, you Need, Need to, to See, see this. this, a weekly film podcast about filling the gaps in our collective cinematic experience. I'm Nick Asunto and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Luce Tomlin Brenner and Cozy Orlin. We're comedians, writers, filmmakers, and film lovers. If you've listened before, you know the drill. If this is your first episode, then here's how it works. One or two of us present our case for a must-see film that the others have not seen, then try to convince them and you listening to watch it. Pretty simple. Uh, today's film is what I'd normally call a guilty pleasure of mine, but over time I've come to believe critics are wrong about this film, <laughs> and I feel no shame in my love for it. Good. Good. No one should be ashamed of what they love, Damn unless right. it's really gross. Ooh, yeah, there's certain kinds of shame that make sense. So, <laughs> this, uh, uh, no shame here, because this, this does, ma- it's not gross. Uh, this uh, film was a critical failure and a commercial flop. So on a budget of $120 million, it only made back 95 of that, which still, you know, I know it's $95 million, but it bombed. Uh, <laughs> if only I could bomb with $95 right? million. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> uh, it has a Metacritic score of 37% and a Rotten Tomato score of 40%. Wow. All right. So we're starting off strong here. And uh, this is the Wachowskis uh, 2008 overlooked and underappreciated visual masterpiece, Speed Racer. Dun, dun, dun. I love this film. Uh, so starring Emile Hirsch, Christina Ricci, John Goodman, Susan Sarandon, and Matthew Fox. Written and directed by the Wachowskis, based on the animated series by Tatsuo Yoshida. Speed Racer takes place in a futuristic society where the biggest business in the world is racing, and giant corporations control the sport. At the center of it all is one family that remains independent, the Racer family. Uh, and after losing their oldest son, Rex, in a horrible crash, on the nose. his name is Speed Racer. I'm Rex sorry, Racer. That's his actual name? Yes, Speed Racer. So the family's mom, mom Racer, Pops Racer, Speed Racer. Wait, are they millionaires because the racing is the biggest thing in the... No, they, I mean, they seem like they're, they're, you know, middle income in this world, in this future world. But it's their industry also? I'm sorry, I, I cannot get beyond... <laughs> That this Their name is, is name. Racer. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it like medieval times where people's last names were like uh, what like they what do? They do? Maker? Yeah, yeah exactly. like Bill Blacksmith. Yeah, no nope. Blacksmith. <laughs> nope. It's just that's because that's how the cartoon was, and that's what okay. I think he might have had a different name in the cartoon actually. And he went by he went by the alter ego Speed Racer. But that's what you? I always thought but that with, his name yeah. was like Chad Drivington. But, but yeah, with, with <laughs> the, people call me yeah. Speed Racer. With the film, his name is Speed. Racer, <laughs> that's his full name. So that's his real name, his so, birth so name. Do they call him Speedy at all? I feel like yes, they do. They, they do, do call him Speedy. His older brother Rex calls him Speedy that, when he's a kid. That at least feels realistic. Uh, <laughs> his older brother's name Rex. Rex Racer. Yeah, yeah. Does he get in a car wreck? Uh, ah, yes. So right, right? here I'll tell you the press. So after okay. losing their oldest son Rex in a horrible crash. <laughs> oh, it was pre- meant to be. Oh, no, wait. Does he he lo- losing? Yeah, is he dies. Dead? So Rex dies in the beginning of the film. <laughs> he Rex. That's ooh, amazing. Ooh, uh, Rex... That was already his name. So it was like a premonition. Yeah. Should they not his have protected him cursed. better? His parents were cursed. The, or cursed him rather. It's they. Li- what is the name? What's in the name? It's uh, that's your life. In, like mom and pops racer. All they do is one's a mom and one's a pop. So oh, yeah, wow. they're only their names. This is blowing my mind, and I'm sorry I'm not letting you get past this, but. It's Just craziest, let me tell you the synopsis. It's the, the craziest films. part of the film, and yeah. you can't convince it's me. It's the beginning. Crazy. This is the big stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So after losing Rex in a horrible crash uh, and having his name tainted by the corporate-controlled media, the Racer family will do anything to protect their own. Uh, but when Speed's skill on the track starts turning heads, it paints a target on the family's back. So Speed has to do the only thing he knows how to do to save them: drive. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Pete look. is the biggest smile. <laughs> I had a lot of trouble coming up with the synopsis for this because it is a very complicated premise. I mean, it's a fun adventure family racing film, but the premise is like the stakes are so high because, like, it's 
very much like the racer family against this corporate mega machine. When you say family racing film, do you mean it because it's the family <laughs> racing or it's like a family, it's a family movie film. about it's racing like mm. Kirby goes crazy or what's like, like Mario Kart is that what you're thinking of no I think you have Herbie like Lindsay no, Lohan oh, I, thought you, said, like Kirby, oh yeah. I thought you said Kirby Kirby no no like Herbie the crazy love bug the love bug yeah yeah there we go no this the is crazy love bug this is much more serious <laughs> okay at least but it takes like, itself you said it's PG it's PG yeah that's interesting. Yeah, there are a lot of like serious PG movies in the last ten years. I'll, it's actually one of my re- reasons when I get to it because this is a very tonally complex film, mm. um, and it pull- I think it pulls it off, but a lot of critics didn't. Uh, mm. So, but first I'll ask. Uh, uh, so you've both heard of Speed Racer, right? Yes, absolutely. But what, how have you not seen Speed Racer? Why did you miss it? What are your first impressions on this premise? Uh, I don't like Emil Hirsch. Mm-hmm. He just as a person, right? Is a rapist. Is I didn't know. He was the one in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? Yeah, he plays the hairdresser. Yeah. Um, I think he's a rapist. But anyways, I don't like Emil Hirsch. And I never thought Speed Racer was interesting. I do like cars. I actually do like racing. But for some reason, and I like to drive fast. I like to be speeding. So oh. it seems like maybe I would love this movie. Here's what I have to say. I thought it looked stupid. I didn't think anything about it looked interesting. I don't think that the Wachowski twins are that interesting. Wachowskis. Wachowskis, thank you. Mm-hmm. Their stuff isn't really for me, although I do love The Matrix, mm. but I didn't really like anything else. Sense8's amazing. Have you seen Sense8? No. Who am I to have any opinions, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jupiter Ascending is a mess of a film, I, but it's still visually great. This is what happens when you say something out loud, everybody. It's <laughs> immediately you shouldn't have. Um, they've only, they've, they got the three Matrix films. They got Bound. They have Speed Racer, they have oh, Sensei, like and they have Jupiter Sending. You know what? Let me just back all this up. Uh, Pete, cut everything I said up to the beginning. <laughs> they made Bound? I'm so surprised they made, they made Bound. Bound. That was their first the, like, film. That's sexy... amazing. The Jennifer yeah, Gina... Tilly, Meg, Meg... Uh, Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon, Gershon Meg... And Jennifer Tilly. Yes. You had okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Who's Meg? No, no, You're no. thinking of Meg Tilly. Yes, I am. Which is... That always happens to me. Who oh. is that? I, I Why do I know that name? I don't have that. Maybe I hope it's, it's not a porn star that me and Cozy just both like, know the name of. Oh, that'd be terrible. <laughs> it's probably like Jennifer Tilly's that. sister or something like that. Uh, she's a doctor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Meg Tilly was in the 1985 film Agnes of God. Is she, is she related to Jennifer Tilly? Are they are they the Tilly twins? The I don't know. That didn't come up on her uh, the first thing hmm. here. She's an American Canadian actress. Okay. Um, anyway, regardless, <laughs> I just didn't think it looked interesting. However, I have to say right now that if this has like a Josie and the Pussycats kind of like mm. corporate engineering, like mass takeover Robocop vibe to it, yeah, it does. I'm into it, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've been convinced. <laughs> I Easy. Like... All right, now I just need to try to not unconvince you. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, Meg Tilly was in Psycho 2, The Big Chill, Masquerade, and Volamont. You ever heard of any of these films? Yeah. I've... Well, obviously, we've all heard of Psycho 2 and The Big Chill. Oh, Oh, it is her sister. Hey, we did it. Ah, there it is. We Uh, solved a brain knot for me. Cozy, how about you? Yeah, um, uh, okay, so I remember watching a little bit of the original Speed Racer-like anime show um, and not being super into it because it felt very sort of fine and boring and flat to me. I mean, it's from the 60s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think think anything from that time kind of had that seriousness that I wasn't super into. Um, and so when they were making a live action one, I was like, this probably has nothing for me. And I saw the trailer and I was like, yeah, it doesn't have anything for me. And then I didn't bother seeing it. And then 
a, a lot of people had a lot of like negative opinions on it and then a lot of people are like but it's incredibly pretty and then it's slow i heard it slowly like rise to prominence as like this underrated classic of a movie yeah i will fight for this yeah until the end. yeah like this this fits the pattern that i've seen in history so far of this movie um but it had nothing's really convinced me to see it well I'm, visuals don't feel like enough for me well i'm about to take the place of that nothing oh okay and convince you to see it we'll see about that and uh, just to confirm pete uh the audio engineer also has not seen speed racer so i'm alone here all uh, alone baby kitty so i'm gonna give you my five reasons i know that uh, luce's <laughs> cat is asleep in the most adorable way Sleep racer. Uh, oh my god. Wanna sleep before anyone else. She's saving her family from corporate takeover. Oh, her ears are so her ears started She knows when she's being it, yeah. sung about. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> we Kat and I do a lot of singing. Uh, so uh, here are my five reasons why you have to see Speed Racer. Uh, and these should apply to both of you. Uh, so this first one is very this is why it's very important to see even if you think it'll be stupid or uh like listen to the critic reviews this is the rarest of films uh for a few reasons uh and i'll split it into two categories um but they kind of they kind of blend together so this is a visual masterpiece this is one of the most stunningly beautiful films i i've ever seen it it's um the entire film uh aside from the actors is animated in a like reverse who framed Roger Rabbit sense but there's like a lot of there's enough for them to work with that it feels very real and the environment feels very real because they're trying to imitate an anime and they're making a real life cartoon and they pull it off hmm. like it, it the first five minutes you might be like if you because you ne you've never seen anything like this before your eyes are gonna be like what the fuck but then once you adjust you're just in it and you you're like this is what the world looks like there's around people like the world is animated and hmm. everybody else is real and it's really cool because it doesn't look crappy uh, it still holds up. I watched it again last night. Uh, the um, second reason that kind of ties into that why it's um, rare is uh, you're never going to see anything like this uh, again. Probably not. I don't think anybody has the courage to make a film like this again. Mm. That's because of the Especially reviews in the box office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I've never seen anything like it. Every time I watch it, there's... There's something new about it. Like even the way it's edited is insane. The transitions mm -hmm. are uh, almost always wipes of another character. <laughs> like it's like a floating head, and they'll like deliver a line of exposition that brings us into the next scene, and then it's it, very cartoon like. Yeah, it's very much trying to be an anime, and it's it, fun. It's really cool, um, and tonally, this is so complex because to be very blunt about it this should be very stupid this should be like a very it's a very cheesy and silly family film like it's 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 playing for the script is for kids mm. but the way sorry the dialogue is for kids uh mm. but the <laughs> the story itself is for like the adults who are with the kids like it's a complex plot that kids would ignore they just see the bright lights they see the funny moments with the characters but they like the story itself is there for i guess the parents watching with the kids because it, it really hooks you in so tonally this is right down the middle of should be very dumb and cheesy but is also taken so seriously that it just these conflicting contradicting tones somehow merge into one new tone and it's so unique is the dialogue like the cartoon where it's very much like oh i did this oh and everyone's like wow <laughs> oh my god monkeys in the trunk whoa you so know? The, the monkey is in the movie and the monkey's kind of hilarious uh but there is 
there are callbacks to the cartoon like one of my favorite lines is actually that because they they pull it off so seriously and emotionally where it's like uh like the go speed go thing like mm. takes a whole new meaning in this and it's really cool but most of it's just like very standard dialogue but the actors are so committed to it mm. like every t- like Emil hirsch s- delivers so many lines to the monkey with such a serious look on his face and you believe him and susan sarandon <laughs> everything susan sarandon says in this film m- makes me teary mm. wait she's ma racer she's mom's racer yeah she's mom racer mom racer sorry mom, mom racer and pops racer okay <laughs> and john goodman too he has so many great moments oh in this. wait john goodman is in this he's pops racer I'm sorry. That part totally went over my John head. John Goodman and Susan Sarandon are his parents. I think I could not stop thinking about their names. I'm sorry. I'm Mom really hung up yeah. on it. Uh, who's the brother? Uh, the older brother's Rex. The younger no, no, brother. No, no, Who plays the older brother? Because I oh, feel like we just got the parents' names in there. I don't know. He dies in the beginning. Oh, It's really a fair way. point. He's a guy. I, I don't know. I've never seen <laughs> him in anything character else. character-making experience. Mm. Yeah. And then Matthew Fox plays Racer X. Oh, yeah. Who's like I the Batman of this world. Hmm. Like, I don't really remember who Matthew Fox is, but I remember that He's Matthew Fox was Racer right? X. Yeah, for some reason. Lost Party 5. Uh, oh. Keanu Reeves was actually offered the role, and he turned it down. Interesting. And it, Matthew Fox does a great job, but I could see it, like, when I was watching it again, I was like, oh, yeah, this could totally be a Keanu Reeves role. Oh, that could have relaunched uh, Matthew Fox's career instead. If it, if it was successful, yeah. Sure He's great he in it. That. He is really good in it. So, wait, is any of it played comedically? Yes. Uh, okay. There's a, a lot of tongue-in-cheekness to it. Hmm. Like... God, there's some, there's like some lines, the jokes are all are still delivered seriously. I don't think anybody's like laughs during this movie except when there's a, like the smiling moments of victory every now and then when he if he like wins a race. Well, but is... most of it's like very, very serious in like a. Oh God, I can't think of a like a comparison film for how these actors are so committed to it. It's well, like. Uh, that that did remind me when you're talking about even the jokes being said seriously it reminded me of spoof movies like top secret that we did recently because yeah. yeah all the spoofs treat everything with a lot of gravity and it's, seriousness it's yeah it's and it's like there's a dr- that's why the tone is so weird because mm. there's there's a dry humor to it mm. level um i do think there's a lot of funny parts of the matrix puns. even though it's like a very serious movie oh sure yeah it's like absolutely. a lot of um a lot of face work <laughs> like there's just like a lot of the characters do interesting things with their faces in the matrix that end up being funny like a look yeah a, a knowing glance oh i like that subtlety there is a lot of that the matrix is weirdly subtle while also being not at all subtle <laughs> that makes sense for keanu reeves that's I think, speed actually. racer as well i think that might be this these directors style a little bit yeah like if you watch like sensei if you get hooked into their what they're doing the it's great show, yeah right? sensei okay. is and it's they only had two seasons on netflix because uh i don't think people could handle uh how uh sexually diverse the show was mm. really i he, feel like that's what people want oh no it was i i think i don't think they were ready for it i guess but i loved it and i got like huh. it's a really cathartic show too um but <laughs> well like you've I, convinced me to watch sensei yeah, thank well, you there's only two seasons you can get through it real episode, fast <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like I definitely that feels like a thing I'd have a follow up question for Cozy immediately. And I walk away ready to watch. <laughs> well, well, let me get back to Speed Racer for now. Then. What? Like, what are we talking about? Speed, Speed Racer. I don't remember this movie. It's like a dry. The, I, the, the tone is so complex that it's like hard to put into words because it shouldn't. This shouldn't work, and most people, as I said, don't believe it did. Mm. I do. I and there's a lot of fans out there who think it. They pulled it off. Can I ask you why you think the critics didn't like it? I, cause I, a lot of times when a critic doesn't like it, I just don't think that they get it or like they're not mm. smart enough a lot of times or it doesn't have to do with like their lived experience. So they think it's trash. What, I mean, what do you think? 
I don't think the critics were ready for a live action cartoon. Right. And that's this is like what it essentially is. So is that crappily done? I feel no, like people at the time were like gorgeous. this doesn't make any sense and it's long and dumb looking. Holy crap. No, it's the, one of the most beautiful films. Uh, huh. The colors are amazing. Like, the, you know how the Matrix is like this gray and green and black palette the whole time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're really good with colors. The Speed Racer is the exact opposite of that. Mm. Yeah, I was just looking at pictures where it's like kind of fast food colors. Like yeah. really bright A lot of red and yellow. Colors. A lot yeah. of red, yellow, white. Uh, and it's just, God, the races are breathtaking. Uh, it's just like, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Pete's laughing at me. <laughs> Why is that so? Oh, I wish you were mic'd. I, I honestly, I don't he just think... like snort laughed into yeah. his hand. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen a, a race that I've considered breathtaking in my life. That's because so. this is not like it's not. You're not watching the Indy 500. You're watching a film in a futuristic sci-fi world that's uh, like a cartoon where right. the racing is in these yeah. uh, weird future cars. Okay, and it's like. It's I don't know. It's just crazy. Just watch the trailer, Pete. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> I will say Ford versus Ferrari had some breathtaking races in it, but it is not a good film overall. It doesn't look like a good film to me. I was like, nah, I've heard great things. Uh, Matt Damon can't act, and I stand by that. Oh my it god. Just like, Anyways, it's just like two guys in a pissing contest, and I'm like, I don't need that. Anyway, no, they're yes. working together. Yeah. Um, it's not. Uh, but so I don't think it's good. What I was saying about the races being breathtaking, I'll just go to my number four. Is I'm uh, so sorry, so Nick. You're doing a you're great job. Fine. Yeah, you're it's doing fun. wonderful work. I just right want now. people to watch this movie. It's so important. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're putting up other movies against it and making it look even better. This film can't be lost <laughs> to time because it's one of a kind. That's why Aww. it's important. It's important. That was a good line. Thank you. Uh, this film can't be lost to time. It's one of a kind. Yeah, nicely <laughs> done, Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Susan Sarandon's. <laughs> I, I had a tear Susan in my Sarandon eye. The racing is oh, no, breathtaking, Pete. <laughs> so the Wachowskis do action great. We could all agree on that. We've all seen the Ma- the Matrix, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's what like this film is action packed, but it's got that family friendly vibe to it. Uh, so it it's kind of really fascinating to see them take that violent, ultra violent Matrix thing and like dumb it down for huh. for a family audience it's like for some reason everybody knows kung fu uh but they have like varying degrees of knowledge of kung fu like speed's a bad fighter he doesn't quite know it but like there's like these that fight sequences great. that are i love that yeah it's very fun and very that silly fun as heck. uh and they do like there's this great fight in the middle of the movie where um uh speed and the family are being attacked in the middle of the night and uh they do this camera angle that makes uh the assassin uh back up into john goodman and suddenly john goodman looks like he's you know, four feet taller than this guy, and he's standing there with his arms out, and he looks ripped, and it, like, does this close zoom-in on uh, John Goodman's ring, which is, like, wrestling champion, and then it zooms mm. in really fast to the assassin's eyes, and he goes, huh? And he's, like, terrified. <laughs> it's, like, so this it, very cartoony... kind of reminds me of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Ex- yeah, it's not, like... It's not trying... Uh, it's not being satirical at all. It's, like, very lovingly being tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. You know? But in a visual way. Yes. Uh, like a visual way, the action of it sounds similar to that. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's like everything they did with The Matrix, they were like, let's do the exact opposite. <laughs> but it still has that vibe. They're they're very cool. They're like just great. Like cartoon violence versus like the real thing. Yeah, like there are guns in this film and there's so much shooting. Not a single person gets shot or killed at all sure. during the whole movie. Blam, blam. It's, yeah, it's like <laughs> like machine guns going off like mad and people like ducking. It's just, it's ridiculous and it's yeah, silly. It's turning into rubber. None of that, but um, but <laughs> the thing. Spoon. So, <laughs> but the thing about the action overall is back to the races. Uh, the the races. Normally, you watch a race movie and like, what are the stakes? It's like, oh my god, this guy needs to win the race, and we right. watch it, and it's like a tense scene. The way they sh- make these races come together, the way they shoot it, 
I, it's hard to say shoot it because so much of it is like this animated style. Mm. Um, there's so much emotional weight to each big race in the film that like while it's happening, they're like doing those those cuts and like showing you all the things that build up to this moment. And there's it just makes it so intense and like so hard to look away when you're watching the race, uh, which are incredibly fast paced. But you somehow don't miss anything. This isn't like Michael Bay shaky cam ever. Yeah. It's like here is the clear picture of exactly what's happening, even though it's they're going at like 300 miles per hour. Here's every bit of like every frame. It's just huh. oh, God, I'm having trouble because I'm just seeing it in my head and I wish I had the words to describe a frame of this film. No, it's really hard when you're like trying to convince people about highly visual films. Yeah. Because you're like, well, can my shitty dumb words do what this multi-million dollar and, movie did? And I have like a third grade level vocabulary too, so this is tough. Uh, and I, I have not, I haven't noticed that. You haven't? Or you have, like, I have not at all noticed that. She's constantly talking about how like the bear and the cat crossed the street and then they went and got some rope. Yeah, and, but know. it paints a visual picture. You really do. It's a very visual. I was enthralled. Uh, that's kind of all together my five things because I did bring up the transitions were my number five, but like mm. the, the transitions are really cool in this because there's never like, there's no fade away in this film. There's no, um, there's no like uh, over black at any point and there's barely any cuts. Huh. Uh, it's it's wipes or match cuts, which kind of like they sort of fade. They're like the scene will merge into a new one. I love a match cut. Uh, there's a lot of cool match cuts. Ooh, Wait, yeah. so is this movie just made in like a studio with like a green screen the whole time? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Huh. But apparently the actors had a ton of fun doing it. Like it wasn't like Ian McKellen losing his mind as Gandalf, <laughs> which apparently like he had a breakdown while shooting the Hobbit films. He was I didn't so know sad. That. Oh yeah, he was oh. just because he he couldn't be in the films. Mm. He couldn't be in the scenes with the dwarves. Uh, so he was just sitting there in a green screen by himself and he broke down crying. He's like, this is not why I got into acting. Oh, no. Oh. But everybody here is still like in it. And there's like they're together. Yeah. They have like those base props that they're interacting with. And it's uh, apparently like they were they all wanted the sequel. But it bombs. So. Oh. Um, if you're doing your five things, which you don't have to be, I wanted to ask a question. I am done. I had a bonus six one. That's oh, super short, which say- is just Michael Giacchino's score is really cool. Oh. I don't know if I'm familiar with his He work. mostly works with J.J. Abrams, so he did like the new Star Trek uh, score. I liked the first Star Trek. He did Star Wars Rogue One, which is my favorite Star Wars score. Like it beats John Williams' score out of it. Pete's not, and he likes the Rogue One score. Hmm. Not <laughs> mad at me for my Susan Sarandon thing now. Or no, what did I, yeah, I forget. No, no the racing. It was thing. Brad Pitt, yeah. Well, oh, I, I got confused. mad at you for it. She has a line that says, speed when you race, you take my breath away. That's why I got confused. Oh, my uh. God. No, she, it's so good. Trust uh, me. <laughs> So no, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have. I'm not. I don't have a strong uh, background in anime knowledge. I like uh, as we were having a long talk before things got started. Mm-hmm. I really love um, Kiki's all the Miyaz- deliveries. Yes, I love school. Kiki's. I love Miyazaki. But other than that, I mean, that's it's very base knowledge. Um, so that this was based on an anime cartoon that came from Japan. Yeah, it was like it was from. This, I don't have a. I have the same amount of knowledge of you oh, okay. as like I think you've seen more Ghibli than I have, but yeah, I'm Ooh. I'm pretty close on that one too. Honestly, I I feel like it was probably a, a a manga a manga first a manga whatever first, but I don't know if that's true. But it, it had one season, sixty seven to sixty eight or something like that, and then it was just aired in America on I want to say Cartoon Network all the time. Like I watched it growing up it a little bit. Had one season oh, and just it got one... all that play. Yeah, it's crazy. Wait though, so then my question is, is this like suffering from whitewashing? Mm. Like, should these be Japanese characters? No, I don't think so. I think it was made for, uh, I think it was made for an American audience. Ah, 
I don't know enough about anime to yeah, say are not all anime characters Japanese. Is that wrong? Mm-hmm. No, they're not. No, they can't okay. all be. No. Again, but. I know nothing. <laughs> in my mind, it's it made animation made in Japan, so it's like their culture and their people. Sure. Just like our cartoons are almost all bunnies, you know, Amer- American yeah, culture. But that's America, right? America's always nothing gonna... but bunnies. I always yeah. thought of it as there was there was different lo- layers to it. Whereas, like, I think like a lot of like the anime shows that especially the ones that air in America, I think they exist in a different just universe where they're yeah. just cartoon characters. Yeah. They're not, they're I not see. any universe stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's totally fair. I, that's my one concern when I'm hearing about it and thinking about it. Sure. Which there is fair. are a lot. Of, I forgot to say there's, there are a lot of um, Korean and Japanese actors in this film. Oh, uh, Rain cool. is one of the supporting characters, pop star Rain. Oh yeah. Who is also Ninja Assassin, which was produced by the Wachowskis and directed by, James McTeague of Viver Vendetta, uh, but it didn't do as well. They did that. This was his first film. I think they did that after this. Oh, okay. Mm. okay. Uh, but yeah, it has a pretty, fairly diverse cast, but the main family is, yeah, white. Mm-hmm. The Pops Racer. I wonder, I wonder if it would have done better, though, if it was uh, not. I mean, I think it's got to be whitewashed to an extent, right? I mean, uh, it's all white people making a chip Japanese product. Mm. Uh. Yeah, in a sense, not this uh, this, is, not, not in the Ghost in the Shell it. level. I'm just trying to figure work it through. Yeah, it's not like the same level as Ghost in the Shell, where the character okay. is definitely Japanese. Yeah, um, okay. that's a good call. Then it's like then you're thinking about like uh, J horror, right? Where it's like, okay, well, all those movies were remade in America for American audiences, mm. and in this Speed Racer, is it in America? It's like American land. It's fake. Well, America it's land? a fictional world. It's okay. like this yeah, futuristic world that. It's like one, they don't even say what the name of the city is, but mm. it's just like one big city where racing is right. the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is in a racing is everything kind of right. world. Right. So. I keep forgetting this part. <laughs> you didn't bring up the corporation stuff. Do you have any additional things to say mm. about that? That oh, was what really got me going. I figured we talk, we talk a lot about how like we love films that take down capitalism. <laughs> so I didn't want to mention that. But yes, this is a very anti-capitalism film. I mean, that's a recurring theme in the Wachowskis work anyway. They right. can't fucking stand the patriarchy. I mean, our, our, our fans who love it when we talk about hating uh, capitalism and the patriarchy are like going crazy right now. They yeah, want to yeah. hear this from us. All our all our socialist and communist listeners yeah, out there they're ready for that echo chamber <laughs> they're like preach to this choir we're uh, here for it <laughs> look i i i love film i don't <laughs> if i start talking about politics i'm not gonna sound as like i know what i believe in but i don't sound great talking about am i yelling pete oh i thought you're <laughs> thought no you're doing yelling. great and we trust you and you're fantastic uh, uh <laughs> so those are my reasons guys what do you think <laughs> what do you think of speed racer i love your passion for it Okay. Thanks. <laughs> no, I really. I, that wasn't a backhanded comment. I know, but it, it sunk in slowly because at first I was ready to be like, yes. And then I went, oh, wait, just my passion. She looked like, and then I was like oh, no, I think not a win, but something that's right. important that. to me in general is that if somebody speaks really passionately about a film, it can convince me to watch it, especially mm. when I like and respect that person's taste. So your passion is getting to me for okay. sure. Um, I Honored. am, I will watch almost anything that has like a satirical takedown of capitalism. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that art should be used to do that, but then it's also very ironic that it was such an expensive movie, but, <laughs> and it, well, 
A, it didn't make money though. <laughs> yeah, so, so they took down. They took down their own the, capital yeah. from the inside. <laughs> from the inside, they like destroyed the studio. Wow. Okay, this is interesting. They're like, we're gonna yeah. trash WB. It's this yeah, is very good. Genius. <laughs> um, That's amazing. I revisited Emil Hirsch. He did not rape somebody. He attacked a uh, Paramount executive at Sundance in 2015 and got her into a chokehold and dragged her across a table. Oh gotcha. yeah, yeah. That's, I remember about that. Yeah. He had a big drug problem for a little while. Yeah, he was wasted and said, you're a rich kid who should not be at Sundance. Jesus. Um, So this was seven years before that when he wasn't yet an asshole. Yes, this was like before that. He (laughs) may have still been an asshole. This is when he was all stewing. Yeah. This is when he was building Maybe it was like, this movie didn't make money, and then he... Oh, no. Actually, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was... Joseph Gordon-Levitt was the first choice, I believe. They also, he would have been great. I definitely would have yeah, watched yeah. it. He would have been phenomenal. Did you see um, him in the bike movie? If you like racing, Premium I Rush? did. Premium Rush is pretty, so, Michael Shannon is the yes. crooked cop, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a fun movie. They were shooting that uh, in Tribeca when I was working in a wine shop there. And they oh. were like, they had all the bike ramps set up outside. And I would be like, oh, this is so dope. It is dope. It is a fun under lesser known movie. Why are you so, chuckling? Yes, cozy? I am convinced to rewatch Premium later. Rush. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give you a hard maybe on this. Fair. I feel I came in with a hard no. Mm-hmm. And then I went to, yeah. And then I kind of doubled back again, wondering, like, what if I really like it? And then every other person on the Internet is like, this is racist. And I'm like, oh, I'm not thinking straight. I'm in a weird. Uh, nobody's ever called this movie racist. Well, I don't. I feel weird about. I don't know. I need to read more about it. Yeah. I'm right. like, I'm intellectualizing it because I just feel uncomfortable sometimes with this type of thing. Sure. Like an adaptation. I don't feel it. like I understand it enough to be to go really gung ho on it, did especially like, if it makes um, non-white people upset. <laughs> did the creator or anyone in his family give their blessing of any kind? The creator was died it? in 1977. Anyone Aww. in his family, anyway? You know uh, what I mean? I don't know. The the Warner Brothers had the rights for years. And they were trying to make it with oh, so many different people. Okay. Like they tried to make it with Johnny Depp at some point. Sure. Vince Vaughn wanted to, was Vince attached, Vaughn. and he wanted to play Racer X like in the early. Uh, yeah, that sounds right for him. Um, so uh, it's been in production for a very long time, but I've never. I haven't heard anything about it. like because this is just it's just a cartoon movie. It's not about any culture or yeah, cultural like appropriation or anything. Anyway, yeah. yeah. All right, well, I'm just putting it out there before anyone tries to drag me on the internet that I am lightly <laughs> concerned about this and I'm not sure if I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it. And if I love this movie wrongfully and it's horribly racist, please tell me. But I don't think it is. I haven't heard that, but I'm... But hardly anybody inigrant. likes it, so you're probably... <laughs> what Were if, those like, the critical reviews? Oh, I should have pulled up it? some critic reviews. Yeah, that's what I was really interested in what the critics thought. Um, yeah. Well, I've been speaking long enough. Cozy, do you want to get in on this? I would love to, Absolutely. Uh, I wrote down a couple things. Um, I do uh, like visual, like visually cool movies. It's not enough to convince me uh, to see a movie, but I do like that a lot, and uh, I'm into that. That's always cool. Um, uh, when you talked about uh, the sort of the fun version of the action, I thought that's cool. Like a, a movie with fun action does sound like something I would like to watch, like with a family kind of kicking butt a little. Yeah, it's bit like slapsticky. Like. There's a version of that that sounds like a better watch than what I was thinking before, which is like a lot of cars and people talking. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds more watchable to me. But the third thing for me... Okay, so Nick, you know me, you know me very well. Uh, what would you say would be the most convincing possible thing about this movie for, for me? Like, you haven't mentioned it yet, really. And I'm surprised. 
Wait, you know what it is, and I haven't said it. Yeah, I have something in mind on this one, but <laughs> oh. it doesn't sound like you're you're. That I thought enough yeah, about well, this. Th- think about me. Like, what do I really like? And like, what what in this movie would convince me? You you like things that nobody else likes, uh-huh. and nobody else likes this, right? Except me. That's nah, not gonna hit it. No, uh, I'll, I'll just give it to you. You like comedy. Mm. What what are you setting me up for? I don't. I no, feel like a fair. failure now. Okay, so um, <laughs> no, it's okay. That's on me. I think uh, I think I just failed the the newlywed game. You're doing okay. Don't worry. You about guys have it. to get divorced now. Oh man, we had such God a good run though. It. Another divorce. I don't know if I can handle oh, it. Jeez. <laughs> get Noah Baumbach on the horn. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's why I didn't see Marriage Oh, my God. Story. Let's do a remake of Marriage Story with just me and Cozy in the lead roles. Oh, oh yeah. That, Lord. Uh, that sounds I, adorable or weird or terrifying. It'd be sad. terrifying. Well, yeah, <laughs> there we a go. a child in it? Yeah, yeah. Same kid. No, everybody else is the well, same. Who's gonna, which one of you is going to fail me on Halloween? Oh, <laughs> I don't think anything can go wrong for you on Halloween. Halloween's an awesome holiday, and you love Halloween. Cozy, what's Thanks, the thing? I'm losing my mind here. What's the f- oh, no. You're right. <laughs> what's oh, the thing? What, what's um, oh, uh, so... Uh, if I were trying to convince myself of this movie, I would say Christina Ricci is in it, and you oh. love Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci's in it. Yes. See, Why did I'm, nobody listen to the cast? Paul? No, no, that is. I, I heard you mention her, and then I was like, he's gonna really probably talk about her because he knows how much both of us love. Christina she was. The, Ricci. I didn't do any cast stuff because I, I'm so into the visuals of this film. But That's she's why I was fantastic. About, in it. You buried the casting leads. I, I told. Very, I said you rushed through them real quick. Yeah, there was a bit of. Very Wait, Christina Ricci's great. Christina so Ricci here, Christina Ricci's great. She plays it, but she's uh, Trixie. She speeds uh, uh, love. Is she lifelong love. <laughs> no, she's uh, so her intro scene is adorable. So you meet nice. Speed and Trixie as kids first. Uh, and Wait, she, kids? Yeah, because like the it's they have kids. You meet them I as think kids. That he's a... Oh, you meet them as kids. Okay. okay. That's... Yeah, the first fifteen minutes of the movie are like setting up Rex's story first, and then it's like the prologue going into this Speed's adult life. How is kid um, Christina Ricci? She is badass. Uh, nice. Her introduction is just her. Uh, she, first, she sees Speed. She knows she's in love with him as a kid. And then somebody talks bad about her, so she socks him. Wait, and that's a, like her first scene. There's a woman who's badass in this movie. Yeah, it's Christina Ricci. That? Oh, Nick, and, this is us. And Susan Sarandon's <laughs> endless motherly support is badass. Well, that in a in a loving way. All of those are very convincing for me. Um, but the more you talk about Christina Ricci, the more I want to see this movie because she's the best. All right, I'll tell Christina Ricci flies a helicopter in this movie. Okay, cool. She has a lot of great quips. Equip Christina Ricci and quips. She this does some great. fighting. She fights stuff? Yep. That's the best. Okay, yeah. I'm convinced Quip to see this movie. Christina Ricci? Uh, Christina Ricci? Christina Ricci? Yeah. Christina Ricci? <laughs> Ricci? It's Ricci. Ricci? Yeah, it's Ricci. Is it Reykjavik? Um, oh my god. The yeah. Icelandic. <laughs> oh god. Um anyway, yeah, I'm I'm don't unconvince Sorry. me. No. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm down to see this movie for cool Christina Ricci anytime. Awesome. Uh yeah, I don't I Jeez, you really set that up hard. I like, know. I'm sorry. I didn't know that you lived by Christina Ricci. Like, I know you like her, but I didn't. Yeah, you no. don't know that we both love Christina Ricci. I, I thought everybody universally loved Christina Ricci. I thought that went without. So, so, I bet Cozy and I like her more than most. Yeah, people. some people don't get it. A lot of people don't get it. Yeah, I mean, the only reason like, I love oh, Sleepy cool. Hollow is because of Christina Ricci. Ooh. That and it's just like a really solid. Another movie I have to see because of Christina Ricci. Now that is a good. <gasps> it's one of my favorite. We Halloween should do movies. that. It is really good. Ooh, yeah. I'm so down to hear about. I also this. love watching Casper it's Van Dien get cut in half in that movie. I thought you were just gonna say I just love watching Casper, which is a Christina <laughs> Ricci for movie. Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's what he was saying yeah, too. Yeah, I was, oh, uh, I was like, Casper. is that Casper's full <laughs> name? So I pu- I pulled up some reviews from uh, Speed Racer. So like this is. Oh, nice. This here's a fun one. Orgy. Hell, 
The film is like a nightmare in which you're trapped in an arcade with screens on all sides and no eyelids. Based on an elemental but happily streamlined <laughs> no Japanese cartoon, it's an eyesore, a shambles, and an, with incoherent action and ear-buckling dialogue. False David Edelstein of New York Magazine. Ear-buckling dialogue is a wonderful phrase, It's though. almost as good as no eyelids. This is a well-written, horrible review for Speed Racer, but... I disagree. Uh, I think he just couldn't handle it. Yeah, I, it makes me think of it like an old Xbox video game I used to play. Um, I think it was like a SeaWorld game, and the visuals were so insanely dense and weird that I got a headache very quickly after playing it every single time. You, you won't get a headache during this. I mean, mm. if you watched it in 3D, you would. I always get a head. Like, I'm pretty sensitive to that kind of stuff. Oh, gotcha. I okay. never get a headache in this. Um, oh, nice. Here's, a, here's another one. Uh, this one is really stupid. Though the film is not as criminally poor as V for Vendetta, which the Wachowskis wrote in 2005, it struck me as more insidious. V for Vendetta is amazing. A perfect film. Also, I never I saw didn't it. Know they re- I didn't know they wrote it. Oh, God. Pete, you really have to go back to the beginning where I said I don't like what they do because I was just a little liar. <laughs> yeah, they wrote... V- James McTeague directed it, but they wrote it. James McTeague is that. their second unit uh, director, usually. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So I he was on The Matrix. V for and then they get, they produced V for Vendetta so James could direct. And then hmm. and then they produced Ninja Assassin because they liked Rain so much from Speed Racer. Hmm. Sure. They're, they're cool people. I tried to contract Supreme for the first time after I watched V for Vendetta. It was <laughs> such a good night. <laughs> Oh, God. V for Vendetta is one of those movies that every time I watch it, I get more and more like, oh, no, you're like closer to that world. Uh, Here's like one of the few good reviews. um, And this makes perfect sense to me. Uh, So this is not a film occurring in an alternate or imaginary reality. Rather, it is a film of no reality. Hmm. That is a picture that changes the rules of its universe strictly according to its creator's whims. That's a great way to put how this like you'll never see anything like this before is what I was trying to say. So is that trying to say like that, that that's bad? No, that's a great review. That's oh, one of the okay. few good reviews. Yeah. Um, I like a singular movie. By Glenn Kenny of Premiere. Mm. Um, oh, Premiere isn't a magazine anymore. I oh, loved, no. Oh, maybe it's still online. I used to get Premiere magazine when I was in college. I loved that magazine. Their reviewers are usually really good. Here, I'll do one more negative one just because it kind of offends me. Um, <laughs> Jay Hoberman of The Village Voice it says, gaudier than a Hindu temple roof. Oh! <gasps> Wow. Louder than the last Vegas night, Speed Racer is a cathedral of glitz. I mean, what the fuck? That's crazy. Why do you got to bring Hinduism into this? I think he said of glitz. Of glitz. 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 I love glitz. Glitz and glamour. Um, Wow, that was extremely racist. Uh, Also, that's your personal aesthetic choice. Doesn't shouldn't yeah, really come into yeah. a critical review. It's It sounds like he was Googling things that are glitzy. Yeah, like he pulled <laughs> up right. thesaurus.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, looking at like the Google images of it, it does look kind of pretty. It's so, it's like, what's fascinating, I was watching the trailer, which is pretty tame compared to the actual film itself, huh. but like the stills don't do it justice because it's always moving. Mm. Like this thing, this only exists in the medium of film it's so fascinating um so you have got me interested in it in that sense i do like watching yeah, movies that haven't kind. done something yeah before if, if anything it's a learning it's like the, the thing i was thinking of when i was rewatching it is um i bet george lucas watched this and went fuck that's what <laughs> i was really trying to do with the prequels and star wars interesting but he couldn't quite get it that level, but I'm sure this film wouldn't exist without the special effects that George Lucas I like movies. I like movies that make George Lucas go fuck. <laughs> well, here's a science fiction website that totally agrees with you. Tor.com. 
I used to intern for them in New York. Oh, really? Yeah, I was uh, in the Flatiron Building in New York. I worked for Tor Press back in the day. We used to be able to take books off of uh, the shelves and just keep them forever. It was great. Huh. I was a big fantasy nerd growing up. That's awesome. Well, they say the movie wasn't very well received, and that's wrong. Cosmically wrong. Yes, it is. (laughs) Speed Racer is brilliant. Thank you. They call it a candy-colored whirlwind that's good enough to eat. Why didn't you call it that, Nick? Uh, this article has convinced me that now I should watch Speed Racer. Third, third grade vocabulary. <laughs> well, uh, I think we, I think you did pretty well with this because I I'd think so. we both went in not really feeling it. Yeah. What about, what about Pete? What do you do? You want to see it, Pete? I, I don't want to see it. Pete doesn't want to see <laughs> Pete it. Pete is unconvinced, and that is perfectly okay. Because the racing, because you laughed at me for the racing bit. Got it. Could, did it? I, I don't think know. That needs to be on the mic. He's, oh, yeah. if you want. He's, do you want to repeat that? This film could not be less appealing to me. Between its fake world and its ca- its cars. No, you're stealing the audience away. I want you to. I want people. To or making people who love cars, well, the movie Cars, really right, psyched about it. That's fair, but also I, don't listen to him. Everybody, watch Speed Racer. Pete's insight is always my favorite. <laughs> Because uh, he isn't trying to please oh, anyone. Pete liked <laughs> Rise of Skywalker, him. everybody. All right, oh, jeez. So. Oh, I thought you said you liked it afterwards. Oh. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Blatant never mind. Lies. Pete hated Blatant it. Blatant lies. All right. All right let's. Uh, well, I got two maybes. Oh, I got a yes and a maybe out of it. I'm happy. Does, and, uh, let's wrap this up. Very you guys, high, uh, no. you, got any, you got any other uh, recommendations? <laughs> stuff you saw the past oh, week I, over the holidays and stuff. Will I ever stop laughing? Um, <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> uh, okay, I loved uh, John Mulaney and the sack lunch bunch. Oh my god, yes, that looks so good. I haven't seen. Oh, uh, cozy. You, you can use my Netflix, it. dude. That's I've one of the it. one times I would do that. Jake it's, Gyllenhaal's Mr. Music is the Jake most amazing thing I've ever Gyllenhaal seen. Gyllenhaal is my sexual orientation (laughs) like his character is so crazy he's like a cartoon that's having an existential crisis and it's one of the great and i watched it and i was like oh we're we have not utilized jake gyllenhaal yet Mm. like the world hasn't seen what jake gyllenhaal can do (laughs) mr music unleashed a jake gyllenhaal of our wildest dreams He's amazing. He's so funny. He's like a Jim Carrey on crack. I got into a long discussion with somebody about this the other day, which is we love that Jake Gyllenhaal very easily could be a leading man, but he takes like these unique roles that, and he f- strives to be a character actor, and that's why he's so enjoyable and he does great work. And he hasn't done it enough. Yeah, I loved him in Donnie Darko. That's all I need. He, he's had Jeez. a full career the, since then. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't bother. <laughs> I just loved him in Donnie Dark. I was like, just, good enough. Just don't End watch Prince film. of Persia. That's a whitewashed film. That is a whitewashed film. <laughs> um, yeah. Persia play is the, the game. Title. It was a fun game back in the day. Yeah, Sega, right? Uh, well, even before that, there was like a Mac version. I used to bond with my elementary school friends playing that. Is this your recommendation? No, 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 no. <laughs> but like that isn't far off from my recommendation. Well, hit, hit us with it. I think I might as well. Um, yeah, so... Speaking of, uh, like, uh, Speed Racer is an animated franchise. Uh, speaking of animated franchises, um, I, uh, yesterday, actually, uh, I went, uh, I, I had a little bit of free time, which I rarely do, and so I dug into the old CD-ROMs that I had from childhood <laughs> and, like, tried to play a very old DOS game on my, uh, on my laptop, my Windows 10 laptop, uh, and I struggled for a very long time to make it work, and I finally 
did after like an hour of fucking around with things on the internet and doing research. Wow. And that game is Sam and Max, which I love very, very, very much. And everyone should play that game. Sam and Max was amazing back in the day. In, um, in order to play, does everyone have to have your CD-ROM? Uh, they can download it on Steam for like five bucks, which I didn't want to deal with doing because I had pride. And I was like, I'm going to crack this. But uh, Sam and Max is an amazing game that they made an animated TV show about uh, for Fox. Um, was it oh, whitewashed? Uh, not at all. <laughs> uh, good news, not even a little. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, they also made another game out of it, and it started as a comic book series. So very similar to Speed Racer in some ways, but not others. Um, and uh, it's about uh, two detectives, one of whom is a uh, uh, sort of a McGruff-style dog, and the other is a crazy, uh, violent rabbit. And hmm. it is amazing. And I, when I was playing it, I went, oh, my God, I remember every single line of dialogue from this verbatim before it happens, just like how I felt about Top Secret seeing it again. Oh, my God. I never thought about computer game dialogue from our youth being socked away in our brain somewhere. It's so there. Just like every episode of The Simpsons that I love, that's just like every that's line is in thing, my brain. That's a good thing, but I don't need Dr. Quandry's Island in there anywhere. Or, trust me, no. It only works for the good ones. Okay, good. Like, this game is part of what made my sense of humor what it is. Huh. Like, I would recommend it to anyone as one of the funniest games ever made. And it makes me so happy. Anyway. Yeah, Great. play play Sam and Max hit the road. It's a beautiful fucking game. You just you just made this episode like uh so uh what's the word like a time capsule? Like now the yeah. further in time we go, the more your pitch at the end is so so people are gonna be like, what the fuck is a CD ROM? <laughs> at is, some point, it's gonna be great. Which, which is great. Already, already yeah, we're already there. there. Like that's part of how I felt last night. I was like, what am I doing right now? Like my seat, my 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 drive, my DVD RW drive. Like I fucking still have one of those. Is weird. It made the most terrifying hell noise trying to play this decades old CD. Yeah, Nick's doing it correctly. That's the noise. It was amazing. Oh, no. I was worried something would break in my life. <laughs> Perfect. Everybody, so. Oh, do you have a, 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 a suggestion of a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Lost in Space. Everybody should watch Netflix's Lost in Space series. It's hmm. very good. Yeah, Parker Posey things. is phenomenal on it. Oh, I don't... Parker Posey's in it? Nice. Yeah, she's so good. And the rest of the cast is just, it's, it's it's great. I really, I really love it. Uh, I'm a big sci-fi nerd. I've been um, wanting to watch it. I keep forgetting about it, so I'm glad that you reminded me. I, uh, I watched season two while I was cat sitting for you here. <gasps> I watched every episode here, I believe. Oh wow! <laughs> so it'll still be in my Netflix. <laughs> yep. Nice. Very helpful. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So that's our recommend. Uh. Got. Let's. Uh. I don't know how to segue to the last bit ever. Uh, have you all seen Speed Racer? There it is. I did it. Perfect. Uh, if you have, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to let us know what you think of it. You can tell us what we need to see using the hashtag SeeThisPod on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at NickJS. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at LTB Comedy. Same on Instagram. And you can come to all of my live shows in Los Angeles, California when you are in Los Angeles, California. Uh, special thanks to audio engineer Pete Burns, even though he laughed at me really hard <laughs> and i still don't know why uh rate review subscribe if you leave a five-star review we will read it on the air uh thank you so much for listening to you need to see this and change the world. It doesn't work like that. Maybe not. But it's the only thing I know how to do and I gotta do something.